So, on the podcast today, we're really talking about sex after baby. It's a little weird because we never talk about sex before baby. And I think that the reason is because sex is such a taboo topic pretty much everywhere. And I have my parents listening to my podcast, or my mom does listen to my podcast. And because of that, I kind of shy away from certain topics, you know, since I realized that she now listens. But um, this is life. She understands that these things happen. And so we're going to talk about it. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the unedited series. I started this last week and basically I'm giving you uncut episodes because a lot of you do not realize that podcasts are heavily edited, all right? And so because I'm a new mom, a lot of things going on in my life, I decided to just, you know, um, record episodes that are true to the moment, all right? So you can really hear the ums and ahs and things that go into each episode all right so welcome you guys so i've had a really long week you guys ah okay so i know i promised to talk about sex after baby on this episode and we're still going to talk about that but a little bit of update all right so this week has been crazy a lot of things have happened and i think you know i think it's a good idea to share a little bit of that with you you know things that have exceeded my expectations and i also had times when i'm just like oh help me help me okay so for the highs i got promoted to faculty uh, yes, the School of Medicine, really prestigious institution. I got promoted to faculty and it's not something that I thought would ever happen. I don't know, like when I was a child, I never really thought I would get a PhD. I mean, I knew my parents, my dad had one. I knew my sisters were getting advanced degrees, but I never really, you know, when you think about your life, I don't, I never really thought that far out. And so just to get promoted to faculty, you know, get my PhD, get promoted to faculty, I feel like it's a big deal. It's a huge deal. And so I'm very happy about that. I'm really eager to take on this new role and just to enjoy it. You know, I'm really, really happy about that. Another thing is that we finally took our baby to church for the first time last week. So in my church, we do not baptize babies. Um, we actually dedicate them. So it's a little different. So we believe that babies, you know, people need to be old enough to take decisions themselves. Um, and so when a child is born, you take the baby to church after a few months for prayer, dedication, called a dedication. And so we finally took our baby to church. It was such a beautiful service. Thank you, Pastor Judy. It was really nice. You know, the message was really one that I needed. She talked about training a child according to the opening of that child's heart, right? So basically what the message was about, though, is that you don't train the child according to how you want them to turn out. No, you look for you look at the nature of that child and you look at the gifts and skills that they have. and You lead them in that direction. So you're not really enforcing trying to make that child a mini you, if you know what I mean. So for some people, they wanted to go to med school and they didn't end up going. Then they forced their children to go to med school. No. What Pastor was saying was that look at the skills and, you know, how your child is, what your child is leaning to. Of course, all good things, right? And then help that child with opportunities and encouragement and the the, the right, uh, putting the right uh, things in place that will help build that skill, right? So I thought that was very impactful. And she, she said a whole lot of other things, but yeah, that's the one I remember. That one that, that sticks out to me. Okay, so we took a baby to church. And then last but not the least, we did take a family vacation. We went from, you know, a little rest and relaxation, hour and hour. If you know Tennessee very well, that's where we live. We went to Smoky Mountains 
Gatlinburg. It was really, really nice. It was, we rented out a cabin. It was all of my in-laws and they just, you know, the immediate family. It was beautiful. We had a nice time. Spent a lot of time in the jacuzzi, in the hot tub, just like chilling and just, you know, it, it was a long week. And so I was grateful that we, we got to do that. That was also my first time of taking the baby on a road trip, right? Three hours, man. She didn't want to stay in that car seat. She was Every hour she wanted to come out of it. And so it was a good experience. I'm happy that we got to do that with family. Those were some of the highs, right? Those were some of the good times that we had last week. But on the flip side, ah, take a deep breath. Okay. On the flip side, I had applied for a grant. I applied for a grant and it did not get funded by the government. That was a real womp womp. You know, that made me really, really sad. Um, when we apply for grants, they have a session where they discuss the grants, but not every grant makes it to that session. So sometimes if, if they get like 60 grants, they're not going to discuss all 60 grants. They're going to um, probably bring like 20 to that session, like a you know meeting. And so my grant wasn't even discussed. So I felt, I, I feel, you know, I still feel bad. In fact, I feel st- still, I still feel really sad about it, but I'm going to, um, revamp the grant and send it back in and hope for the best all right that's what I'm gonna do so yeah that was a, the first low for me um, another low was that I was trying to switch baby because baby it's seven months now and I've been trying to switch her to solid foods and someone you know I got a lot of advice from people now what I would say to you guys is listen if you're having if you're a new mom advice can come from everywhere everybody's gonna tell you do this first do this first I did this with my baby I did that with my baby which is great but at the end of the day, you still have to apply on number six, right? Your brain and prayerfully choose what to start with and just go for it. So I started with sweet potato, pureed, mixed a little bit of breast milk, gave the baby, <laughs> you guys, four days of constipation. <laughs> and someone was telling me, if he gets to seven days, go to the hospital. I'm like, what? My baby's already crying in her sleep. I can't take this. My heart is broken. I took the baby to the hospital. I'm like, I don't care if you guys see me every week, but hey, they just put some glycerin in there before I could make it down to the car. Before I could make it down to the car, you know, the baby was able to to go. So I feel like as a new mom, trust your instincts. If you feel like, oh man, this thing has passed a DIY, this has passed like trying to figure stuff out at home, by all means, go to the hospital. You don't have to listen to everybody that gives you advice, you know, do what's best for you and your baby. So yeah, just as I was trying to figure out this whole constipation thing at the doctor's office, the doctor was like, hmm, I listen to her heartbeat and I hear a murmur. I'm like, what the heck is a murmur? She's like, well, I'm listening to the heartbeat and I hear other sounds. So any other sound that you hear in addition to the heartbeat is a murmur and shouldn't be there. She's like, you have to say a cardiologist. I'm like, a cardio what? <laughs> so you guys, I heard this before going um, on the family vacation. So... I have to say that throughout that family vacation, my mind was just like, oh my God, cardiologist, I have to go to cardiologist. And then when they booked the appointment, it was for all the way in September. And I was like, God, I need an opening. I can't be worried like this till September. And thankfully, they called me back and said, well, we have a doctor an hour away. Do you want to take that? So I'm like, yeah. So my husband and I, we had to drive um, one hour away to go see this cardiologist and um, turns out everything is fine kumbi's heart is perfect he just talked about the fact that that's one of the innocent murmurs so they're you know they're murmurs you hear when there's a hole in the heart they're murmurs you hear when other things are happening but this one is innocent and it just really made us happy and you know 
put our hearts at rest. So we're happy about that, but it was really stressful. Like even talking about it now, I have a little bit of backache just thinking about how stressed out I was about that. So I think motherhood for me is a little bit of stress, worry, prayer, um, and more worry. I'm learning to deal with my stress in a way that doesn't paralyze me. You know, I'm learning that I can be worried for my child, but still active or still actively involved in other things and not just be totally paralyzed by it. Right. So, yeah, it's it's been it's been you guys will agree with me that it's been it's been interesting. It really has been. But I'm thankful, really thankful that I'm learning to be the best mom that I can be. And I'm taking one day at a time. Okay, so on the podcast today, we're really talking about sex after baby. It's a little weird because we never talked about sex before baby. And I think that the reason is because sex is such a taboo topic pretty much everywhere. And I have my parents listening to my podcast or my mom does listen to my podcast. And because of that, I kind of shy away from certain topics, you know, since I realized that she now listens. But um this is life she understands um that these things happen and so we're gonna talk about it you guys already know about sex before marriage um you guys already know about sex before baby because that's what all of you are practicing right now all right so i don't need to talk about that but after the baby i'm going to really speak about my own experience and not really generalize and talk about every other person because all that stuff is on the internet right I guess depending on how you have your baby, and I'm talking as a woman from a woman's perspective, depending on how you have your baby, the you know thinking about sex is a little different. So if you had a C-section, you have a, you know you're healing from a major surgery, right? And so that healing may take months, it may take a couple of weeks, and in that time you're not really thinking about sex because sex is a workout, right? And so you sweat. And if you're not really thinking about working out, exercise, definitely you're not going to be thinking about sex. Another thing is you're, you have a new baby that you're trying to learn and you're trying to feed. And because you're feeding, like I was feeding the baby almost every other hour when she was first born at night, through the night. And it was like really stressful because you're trying to sleep. You can't sleep. You're sleep deprived. You're tired. You're cranky. You're exhausted. Your hormones are all over the place. Sometimes you even cry. And so sex is the last thing on your mind. It's really hard to get in the mood, you know, when you have a crying baby or, or when you have a baby in the room. I just feel like sometimes as a new mom, those two ideas don't go together, right? And so that's some of the reasons why hmm, I'd say that sometimes you're even thinking about sex, but then the baby starts crying. So you have these interruptions where uh, it's just hard, you guys. It's just really hard. No pun intended. Yeah, so... With a C-section, you do have that major sur- surgery that you're healing from. And I think at six weeks after the baby was born, um, the doctor said, oh, you guys can go ahead and start having sex now. I'm giving you the, go- the all clear. And But he's like, hmm, you probably need contraceptives because, you know, you're like really fertile right now. You, you can easily have another baby. And another baby was the last thing on my mind. I mean, I love babies and everything. But I'm not ready to have another one just just six weeks after. I, mean, I can't even think about that. You know, like you're just really overwhelmed with the whole process and just a new baby. You feel so um, responsible for that. <laughs> the, the thought of another baby is like, but let's just hang that one for now. So I wasn't thinking about that. But he was like, yeah, you need to use contraceptives and things like that. And um he said, if you're not going to use contraceptives, you, you might want to use a condom because you could get pregnant. That's a real thing. And you're not ready. Your body needs to heal, right? 
So in my head, I'm thinking, uh, I'm not even interested in the sex that we're talking about. <laughs> this one is not because I mean, <laughs> this is none of my business, right? Because I'm just coming from nine months or even more of just carrying, logging a heavy load around. I want to rest and the possibility of getting pregnant again, Mm-mm. you know, and just at the point where I was still on my, on, on, I think they're opioids. They give you for the pain. Um, you feel good, but they don't give you that for too long so you don't get addicted, right? So they give you probably one week's worth of drugs or, or, or pain medication. After which you are, I mean, the pain is not too bad where you can't bear it. But yeah, you know, you're still healing or you can't carry things that are too heavy. You can't overexert yourself. So it's, it's, a, it's quite the recovery that you have to go through, right? Another thing is that sometimes like... You may attempt to do it, but you're not feeling well lubricated down there. You feel like dry <laughs> because your your mind, I think for women, at least for me, I'm not going to generalize now. My mind has to be right, right? My mind has to be in the game for everything to turn out well. But when one mind is up thinking about dishes downstairs, another mind is thinking about baby crying, baby in the room, the in-laws two doors down. It just doesn't work out that way that you're ready, right so it's a it's different you guys it's different another thing for me was self-image like sometimes i walk by the mirror and i'll look at the mirror and i'm like i just don't want to look in the mirror because it's just i don't know it's like um it's like you look in the mirror and you don't recognize the person that you see on there half the time you think that when you have a baby everything's gonna snap back your waistline is gonna snap back and you're gonna snap back to that person you were before the baby however you have the baby i initially lost a lot of weight after the baby was born right and then as i started to breastfeed and eat a little bit more because you get really really hungry you put on a little bit of weight as well and then i still have like a tummy and so you know that self-image you don't you don't see yourself as sexy and so when you don't see yourself as sexy you don't really or you're, you're not thinking that the other person is going to see you as sexy, basically. You're just thinking that they're just going to see your tummy, you know. And so you're very self-conscious. I was very self-conscious about just my tummy hanging out. <laughs> I was very, very self-conscious about my tummy hanging out. And, you know, what I didn't want to deal with it. I just... <sighs> yeah, these are... Such other issues, all right? Some of the things. I'm just being 100% with you guys. Every once in a while, I have pain, right? It could be waist pain. It could be a sharp pain at the point of incision. It could be not unbearable pain, but just aches, right, here and there. So it's like imagine that you you just been running and you you went on a on a race on a marathon and you get to the finish line and all people want to do is like touch every part of your body, like you know, oh how are you doing? They're pushing on you, right? That's just how it is. It's like, just leave me alone. I want to recover. I'm tired. You know, that word, that, 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 that phrase, that a phrase or a clause now, but the, I'm tired in all of it is real. You always exhausted, you know, and you just pray that you have a partner who is understanding and who really gets it, that I'm just going to immerse myself in this process and be there for her. It's difficult. It is difficult, but you, you just pray that your partner is the kind of person that understands and that puts your well-being and that of the child first over desires (laughs) yeah so yeah there's the no desire speaking of desires there's no desire for sex sometimes aches and pains the baby interrupting is a major one like i remember the first time we tried after the baby was born 
she was already sleeping right but she was sleeping in the room that we were in first i was like this is not right this is not right how can we be doing this in the room when the baby is here you know okay let's take her to another room oh but i'm not gonna hear when she's crying right and so all this back and forth back and forth before you know the baby was awake i was like uh-huh it's over you know she's awake she can't i don't want her to see this you know this is not right and all that stuff so there are interruptions that you have to deal with and sometimes i feel guilty that i'm not ready to have sex i just feel like i'm depriving my partner of something that he really really wants so sometimes i feel like oh should i just do it <laughs> i know i'm not really there i know i'm not thinking about it but let me just do it to help him you understand so at this point i put my own feelings aside i'm like okay let me just help him right but there's something wrong with that mentality because sometimes and and I, I, a lot of women talk about this i mean a lot of my friends have talked about this where you put your own self aside and you want to satisfy your partner and over time it becomes a thing where you're not even thinking of how to please yourself it's all about pleasing your partner and then you lose interest in it so i was kind of scared of this mentality of just help him because i know it's for the time being it could be a temporary fix but i don't want to i'm already feeling like not sexy and so if i'm if i now turn to the mentality of help him help him help him i feel like i may just put myself aside like permanently and i'm scared of that right so i didn't want to think about that yeah so i talked about the body image issues you know your tummy hanging out your your, your arms a little flabby oh but those are the things those roles and those are the things that your baby loves you know they just love to snuggle in there and feel the warmth and everything but in the in the bedroom it's not the sexiest thing ever all right so i've talked about all the issues and I, you know there, there are more issues that i could even talk about like there, there's, there's several other things that i could even deal with but i'm not going to spend too much time talking about the issues right i'm going to talk about a little bit of solutions things that are working out for me right now okay so the first thing i would say if you're a trusted friend of a new mom or you know new parents of you know new baby i would say come around a little bit more and just like help them carry that baby give them that two hours to reset you know i keep thinking about a vacation in a very exotic place but honestly the best things for me right now are those couple of hours when a family member takes the baby and i can just in the room decompress right and get in the right frame of mind right of course i have friends that i would call and ask them because my friends are so cool you guys my friends are really cool i would call my friend my friend toby and i'll say how do you have sex after a baby and she's like hey one word quickies right and before now that word is not for me because <clears throat> some people need a longer time some some people like are like 45 minute people or like one hour people right and quick is like what quick 10 minutes 15 minutes but she's like yeah you need to learn to do that because you're not gonna have one hour except you're on vacation somewhere by yourself right so that is something else that you might want to explore is quickies is make make it really short get your mind in the right frame of mind and make it really short and so sometimes it comes with just having someone else hold the baby someone that you trust because new moms also have trust issues i mean i did i do i still do have trust issues i look at people when they're with the baby when they're not looking so if i hand you the baby and i walk away i probably will come back and take a peek to see what you're doing my baby <laughs> yeah so um people that are trusted yeah hand them the baby and go spend time together two hours a great time and the luxury that we have right now is that we have so much family around i can call up my husband and say hey meet me here you know you understand what i say so it's like meet me outside the home like we can just like do something outside which is so good rich is so good right now so if if that's your situation if you're actually 
pregnant right now, start anticipating these things because it will happen. I read about it, but I was like, yeah, it's not really happened to me. You know, I'm going to snap back. Everything's going to go back in place. Man, I still haven't snapped back. So, hey, maybe some lubrication, you know, you might need a little bit of help. I know a lot of people don't like to, you're not, it's not a medical issue. It's not, it's not something that is permanent, right? It's just for the time being. You might need a little bit of help. Pick, pick her up, right? I'm not a, an advocate for porn. I really aren't, I'm not because I think it's destructive um, to get into that because it's addictive. Before you know it, you're watching the higher and higher grades of it. So I, I wouldn't advise anyone to get into it. But I would say start with touching, like massages, start with like a foot rub, things that will get you relaxed as a woman because I feel like you need to be relaxed as a woman before because women the way I at least okay scrap that not talking in general right now the way I am wired is if I'm not relaxed if I'm not thinking about dishes cooking cleaning laundry and all these other bazillion things that I could be thinking about or grant not get getting funded or even the baby constipated if the baby's constipated just forget about it it's not going to happen. There's no sex here because I'm thinking about the baby. I'm super worried about the baby. But I can get that massage that will kind of like, you know, and I, I think that's something that you might want to explore is finding time to decompress and sp- spending time with that partner a little bit more. Not every time for quickies, but just like sometimes just spend time with them and decompress because it can be a lot being a new mom mm-mm. being a new mom is kind of similar to a lady planning a wedding sometimes they just like erratic <laughs> because some things are not working out and so um consider that all right so yeah guys that's that's um that's how it's been it's been an adjustment and it's been <laughs> it's been it's a new phase right we're learning about that and i wish that sex was something that would be openly discussed i wish it's something that people would teach you but it's such a taboo topic it's like um it's hard for people to talk about this especially in our community um we're africans and you know it's not something it's like go to your husband's house and find out about that you know (laughs) so i'm just here to tell you that after you have a baby it might be a little bit bumpy you know it's like it's like getting getting it's like having sex for the very first time where it's not pleasurable for a woman the very first time actually it might be painful and over time you just have to keep at it so it didn't work out today right you started out you felt a little bit of pain stop i'm not an advocate for oh i'm feeling pain but i want to please my husband Uh uh-uh i'm sorry love is love is not that's not definition of love for me if i'm feeling pain we're all gonna stop right so if it's pain stop Come back later today, tonight or come back tomorrow. Try again. Right. Um, I remember a friend of mine who told me she was losing her virginity. It was so painful. It took a week. I thought that was a little bit much. But then thinking about it, I'm like, her partner actually waited a week. That's sweet. Right. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if it's pain, don't don't say, oh, I'm in pain, excruciating pain. But I want to please my partner. So let him just do and go. That do and go could hurt you. If you had a, 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 a C-section, you could tear something, right? So, or if you had a vaginal delivery, I don't even want to think about how traumatic that could be for you, right? So make sure that, you know, you might feel a little bit of aches, but pain isn't something that I think 
you should keep going for it if you if you're feeling pain and talk to your talk to your doctor about it right they they might um recommend things for you that may actually work out well for you so um i'm not an advocate of going with something that is painful i guess the biggest thing in all of this is communication because you know there are times when i'm already looking at myself a certain way and if my husband looks at me a certain way i'm like what are you looking at? Look at my tummy. You know, like I'm very insecure about my body because it's new. I haven't lived in this body before in this in this shape and size. Right. And so I'm very insecure about it. But that communication is great because I get to tell him what my fears are. And I get to tell him how I'm feeling and just get some feedback and some support. It's, it's actually good to get support from other people right now there are some people that'll be like oh don't worry eat as much as you want the body's gonna go back i feel like that's a dangerous extreme and there's some people that are gonna be like um do what you can you know eat healthy and things like that find a balance don't lose it all and say oh i'm just going to eat as much as i can know that if it's your 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 aim to lose it then um work work at it right T- take a little bit of walks but don't rush yourself it you it'll fall off eventually with the right measures it will all right don't be too hard on yourself and um, last but not the least i'll say be kind to yourself because a lot of the things that are damaging are things that come from within a lot of the things that we say to ourselves a lot of things that we think in our heads are things that can damage our image our self-image or how we feel about ourselves so be kind to yourself you know look in the mirror i'm starting to do that now initially it was so bad that i would take pictures of the baby but i don't want to be in the pictures because i don't feel like i'm pretty it was that bad it's like oh my god look at my arms like i don't want to be in this picture with this baby so every time i would say okay take a picture of the baby but i never really wanted to be in the pictures and then over time i realized that i'm not gonna have pictures of my baby in this stage of life because i'm not feeling good about myself no i'm gonna get in each picture so i encourage moms and I know it may be hard, um, get in the picture with the baby. You know, you may not look as pretty as you want to. It's not every time you're going to have a full face of makeup. Sometimes you just ha- have to show, do it for the future, where you're going to show the kid that this is what I looked like when I had you and have a good laugh. Because there are times when I look at old pictures of myself and I know what I was feeling in that moment, but today I'm laughing about it. So I know it feels crappy today, but get in the picture with the baby. It's all right. It'll be fine. You'll be fine. You look at that picture and say, hey, this is what my progress has been like, or this is what I looked like when I had you. And you you tell a more realistic story because the kind of stories that we get or some people that we see around us are people who have babies and snap back, right back. And we think that's how it's going to be. But nobody was really honest enough to say, hey, this was a picture in between my snapback and what you're seeing right now, all right? So I think it's important that you get in the picture with the baby. I know it's hard. I never wanted to do it. I only wanted my my arms to show, but please do it, all right? And in terms of sex, talk to your partner. You know, don't be shy about it. I know sex is so, the conversation is so hard to have, um, especially because some people grade it. It's by performance, so... <laughs> sometimes you did it wasn't good but then you lie you know no communicate exactly what you want and communicate what your expectations are what your needs are how do they get there things like that it's it's always a, a and and through the different seasons of your life i feel like you need to have these conversations because your needs are changing and it's not all about let me just do it and so you can do and go Mm-mm. you too deserve to have your body has been through a lot you deserve to have a good time as well so communicate what you need 
if you have a trusted friend let them hold the baby for two hours if you have your in-laws like i do yeah your partner can meet up somewhere and just have a good time it doesn't always have to be sex especially for people like me who my mind is very hyperactive i need a, a, a few minutes to get it to settle down <laughs> and stop worrying about stuff and then get in the mood all right so if that is you as well you know find find that two hours and if you can't find it just communicate that with your partner it's very important to communicate that because don't just assume that my partner will understand he can see me doing all this stuff i mean the early days after i had the baby sometimes i'm i'm up all night feeding the baby i look at my husband he's sleeping and i get upset I'm like how dare you sleep right or this baby's constipated why is he sleeping having a peaceful nice rest when i'm just up praying to god praying so hard you know sometimes little things will upset you as a new mom and, and be more understanding as a, as, as, a, as a partner of a new mom because it's like hormones are raging and you a life has been entrusted to her and she's trying so hard not to mess it up especially in the first few weeks until she realizes that this baby is not going to break you know so yeah guys that's the unedited version of the podcast today it's Friday. I'm going to go to work one more time for this week and then settle back and enjoy the weekend with my family. So if any of you feel like, okay, I can relate to what you're saying, reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to read a message from one person. Um, I got a lot of messages, but this is the one that sticks out to me because um, when she sent it to me last week, I was home and I saw it right away, but I didn't get to respond because I was doing all these baby things. All right. Oh, I think I responded on, on Instagram now, but hey. It's from Fisayo. She says, hello, Dr. Ozzy. I just came across your, your podcast and I love your content. Recently moved to the United States after living in Nigeria my entire life. Would love to stay connected with you, Fisayo. Hi, Fisayo. I would love to. I love it when I get messages from listeners. This has made my day. Of course, stay connected. Um, don't be a stranger. Send me a message on Instagram. It's African Princess in America. Or you can send me an email. It's talesbydrozzy at gmail.com. Tales t-a-l-e-s by b-y doctor d-r-o-z-o-z-i at gmail.com one word all right all right well thank you guys for listening i hope you guys went away with something from this episode i i would like to say the men are trying as well you know the men are doing their best having a new baby um, you're probably not gonna have sex in three months three to four months or even more depending on how what your wife's pregnancy was like so one of those pregnancies where the doctor was like don't even touch her Ooh, could be a whole year <laughs> but hang in there it does get better communicate talk to her right it's not the time to go watch porn it's not the time to try to hook up with other people these things are destructive i feel like they will ruin your relationship all right so you don't want to do anything that will ruin that relationship if you cherish it all right. So um, I'll come to you guys again with another unedited series, unedited episode. But until that time, I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend and um, worry less. I know it's hard not to worry, but in all of the things I've learned in seven months, I've learned that no matter how hard I worry, I can't change anything, can't change any outcome. What changes outcomes is actually taking action. So either going to the doctor with the baby praying about it to calm my nerves or talking to someone about it or just you know creating a podcast episode pouring my heart out to you guys and then hoping that it resonates with you and that you guys kind of you know can understand but that's what it has been like and I really am enjoying being a mom I still haven't lost the mom weight or the the the, the baby pounds um, but I'm not really 
I'm not unkind to myself. I love my body the way it is, but I'm also doing my best because I know I want to lose a little bit more. When that time comes, I will be ready and you guys will not hear the last of it. All right. But until I come away next time, have an amazing weekend and shoot me that email. Reach out on Facebook or Instagram, African Princess in America, and have an amazing time. All right. We have an amazing time. All right. Bye, guys, and have a great weekend. Oh, my God. I've said weekend like three times. This is it. This is the thing about unedited podcast episodes. If it were edited, I would take all this stuff out. But because it's not, you see how many times I said goodbye. But yeah, enjoy. Bye. listener what do you think about this episode do you have a question or some feedback that you would like to provide or a suggestion for a future guest now you can send me a voice message voice messages are an easy way for you to send me audio messages that just might end up on a future episode of the podcast you can send me a voice message right now just by clicking on the link in my show notes can't wait to hear from you